Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. The way that we feel has a profound impact on the way that we show up and the experience that people have with us and of us. Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast. It's me, Mike Vardy, and I'm a Green Lantern fan, but I'm leaning into Dr. Fate lately, and he works for the Lords of Order, and he fights off the Lords of Chaos, and really, he's all about balance, but today's guest is all about calming the chaos. I had the pleasure of speaking with Nicola Taggart a few months back, and we've been holding on to this recording just long enough to see how much of the chaos in your life needs to be calmed. We're going to get to things right now, including all of her Calm the Chaos products, the origins behind them, all that stuff. This is my conversation with Nicola Taggart here on the Productivityist podcast. Nicola, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. So I set aside every Tuesday as my listening day. Listeners who have to the to the podcast who subscribed and know my work, they know that Tuesday is my listening day and that's when I do interviews. And the reason that I set aside very specific days as themes and I, and I try to uh, lead my time and construct in a way is so I can avoid chaos. And you know a thing or two about chaos, don't you, Nicola? <laughs> I, I do. Somebody actually said I was the queen of chaos and I'm not sure that that's the right direction <laughs> I want to go. Let's say the queen of calming the chaos. So you, um, Right now, I'm looking at the Calm the Chaos Journal and the Calm the Chaos cards. And and in the world that we're living in right now as we record this, and I know we try to keep these as timeless as possible, but, I mean, we're in a historical, a very, very, uh, uh, there's been no time in my lifetime and, and most people's lifetimes where the world has been quite what it is. And chaos is something that that is inevitable. It's always there. Um, how, how did you come to decide that, hey, I need to put this out into the world so that I can help people calm the chaos that that is is going to be happening uh, on a on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a great question. I mean, first of all, the the concept for me of calm the chaos, which first came out with the journal, was something that I did for myself, honestly, about fifteen years ago when I had started my new coaching practice and consulting business and found out that I was pregnant. I was a stepmom already to um, a four-year-old. And when all of those pieces converged together, uh, I was in the midst of my own chaos as anybody who knows who either has their own business, their own career, family in the mix, uh, there was a lot going on. So I, in a state of my own overwhelm and recognizing that I was coaching people on how to show up and be uh, present as a leader. Uh, My focus at that point was leadership development. And I was feeling such a pull between not able to be fully engaged and present 
uh, and as productive as I wanted to be either personally or professionally, because there was just so much chaos going on in my life, just sort of naturally with what all that was happening. So I started researching for myself, like what are the habits that one would do <laughs> to start to make things feel a little bit more calm. And it was pretty consistent. The, the content that you will find in the journal and the cards, it's not new con- content that I personally have created. I mean, I created it in in these distinct ways, but there's some pretty consistent information out there in terms of what are the health and happiness habits that we can do on a regular basis that will help us feel better. And I focus on feeling more present, peaceful, productive, um, and positive in our lives. So I was really the guinea pig for myself first. Uh, Mm -hmm. I started putting these things into practice And as I noticed the difference that it had in the way that I felt as a wife, as a mother, as a businesswoman with my clients, I then started really using that as the core of the work that I was doing with my coaching clients as well. Um, So that was the, that was the start of it. And again, that was a long time ago, you know, when it was a different stage of my life. Now, chaos is a constant. I mean, that's one of the things I think that I have embraced is that we are humans. This is life. Uh, There's a lot going on and coming at us all the time. And so how do you use these concepts as a strategy for success to manage the ups and downs of life? And what I have learned is that when we most need it, when things are the most chaotic are often the times that we push these things to the side, right? We don't have the time to do it. So where I come from with both of these tools is trying to give just simple, practical ways that we can infuse these concepts into our life on a regular basis um, so that we can keep moving forward and that we can feel the way we want to feel no matter what is swirling around us. What I like about the journal is that as I was going through it is there are lots of journals out there. There are some that are very comprehensive and take a lot of effort and time and, and uh, which, which can be a turnoff for some people. Yeah. Paper planners run into this issue all the time as well. You know, and, and what happens is, is you see these planners that are overwhelming and, and sometimes overwrought and you're like, you don't use them all, all aspects of it. So you go, well, I'm not using all the aspects. Therefore, what's the point of using it? Which is a bias exactly. that shows up. I'm looking at the, the questions. What I like first, and I want to touch on this immediately, is the journal seems to be, and, and, and again, using yourself as the game pig, as the end of day to kick off the next day as well, right? Like it's, it's this, it's this. So can you talk about why constructing it that way for yourself? And then for those you work with was really important to kind of set them up, I guess, not just end, but start, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and and it's a good question. Uh, I, I would say that again, I go back to, I initially created this for myself first and tested it on myself in a lot of different versions and the reason why I went with the prompts is because I, although I loved the idea of journaling, I felt like it, it felt overwhelming to me to go to a, an empty page every day. And at the same time, I wanted a way to sort of capture what was going on and, and direct my focus towards the things that I thought would be helpful. And so for me, the, the prompts and having the checkoff boxes, as, as you'll notice, for the ways you took care of yourself, there's actual checkoff boxes mm-hmm. that, you know, was 
really specific kind of for, for a type of person who wants that structure there um, and would be intimidated with just open pages, right? right. Um, and having to fill them. So the way that that I created it and why I created it this way is that the as you notice, so the the first page is for today and it's an opportunity to take stock at the end of the day. Now, different people do use this different ways. I know people who have said they actually have it on their desk. They'd go through this process first thing before they start their workday. You can use it in the way that is going to work for you. And as I always say, this does not work unless you use it. Right. So you have to find, right? It's pretty, it's, yep. it's beautiful to sit on your coffee table, but if you actually want to get the benefit of it, you have to put it into practice. And so you do want to find the way to do that, that is going to work for you. For me and the way that I had designed it was that I like to do the check-in at the end of the day. So I have mine, I actually have mine on my bedside table. And before I read an actual book, I don't, we don't have phone or technology in our bedroom, which is one way that I calm the chaos in my life. So before I read, I pull out my calm the chaos journal. It really takes me like less than 10 minutes to do, which again, that was something I was looking for. And so you take stock for today. How did I take care of myself? And these self-care pieces are the tried, true, trusted health and happiness habits. So well, they're, they're timeless, right? They're, they're, they're timeless, they're, yeah. right? It's, we know, we know there is scientific research and proof that when you do these things on a regular basis, that they help you feel better, happier, healthier, more present, more productive. So you take stock for the day, and then you answer some other key questions around uh, an act of kindness that you did, uh, for someone else, the most memorable moment of your day, and then gratitude, because we also know that focusing on what we're grateful for has really positive effects and impact. The one with the most memorable moment of the day and the acts of kindness, these actually came out of the happiness advantage, which I highly recommend yep. with Sean Anker. And he talks about sort of these key things that when we do on a daily basis that don't actually take very much time but that they do research shows that they do have an impact on our positivity. So I, I brought those in um, and, and you'll notice every today page is the same. And the reason for that is because I wanted to have that expectation in my mind and the user's mind that they knew this was going to be coming up at each day as a check-in, right? And so you get to a point that you kind of stop there's even days I don't fill it out, but I'll go through it mentally because I know what the, the prompts are going to be. And that is beneficial. It's the consistency of making that a regular habit. Habit. Then the next page is looking at tomorrow. And in, you may notice there's four different rotations of different prompts there. Mm -hmm. They're all related to the same thing for the same purpose, right. but it gives you some variety, right? And so they're really around, this part is, what is your intention for the day coming ahead? So I've closed out the day I just had. I'm thinking forward about what my intention is. And this is really focused on how do you want to be? How do you want to show up? My work a lot with people is aligning their inner peace with their outer presence to have the impact that they want to have. So part of that is thinking about like, how do I want to show up tomorrow? And what different avenues do I have on my plate? So what are my top to do's that I 
need to show up for in the way that I want to show up. I'm going to kind of pre-plan that a little bit in my head. Mm -hmm. And then there's a rotation with some different prompts that I have always found very helpful for myself, myself. So some are when I feel stressed, I will. So again, kind of having a plan of what you will do to calm yourself down, um, a courageous conversation that I need to have. Uh, somebody once told me they had this great quote, which was, uh, stress is often conversations not had. Mm. And I always think about that. Like, are there any conversations that I am not having that are causing me stress <laughs> by not having them? Right. And so that's just an opportunity, right. To sort of take stock, like, okay, how can I combat that chaos? Well, um, what I, what I, what I like about those tomorrow pages, if it, just really quickly is I think one of the, one of the things, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, but while the today pages have that repetition, the tomorrow pages don't. There's there's a variety there, and I think that not only does it, you know, there's that that um, drive to answer very specific, different areas and questions that you want to look into, but also it keeps you engaged, right? Because I think what can happen is yeah. this habit, any habit really, can go on autopilot too early in the process, or and or. Um, it can um, lose meaning. It can lose. It can lose yeah. that. That, and I think that that's one of the things I noticed when I was looking. At it, I'm going, okay, good. So you can't just phone this in, right? Right. And and the the funny thing about that is that when I actually submitted this to Chronicle Books, the the publisher, every today page was the same, and every tomorrow page was the was the same. They came back to me and they said, "Can we rotate the prompts so that they're they're different throughout the days. And I, I sat honestly with it for a little while because the, the today page in terms of the ha health and happiness habits, they are, they are what they are. Like, right. it's like, the, these are the things that every day I want and I need to be looking at and I want people to be thinking about. And, and yet I was reluctant to say no to them, right? Because sure. they're the publisher and yeah. I wanted them to go with it. So what, what we ended up agreeing is I said, you know, I feel really strongly that the day one needs to be consistent so that people are thinking about it throughout their day, right? And even if you don't end up checking all of those off, that's not the expectation is that you're going to be perfect every day and check all of them off. It's just supposed to be a taking stock, right? Assessing and, and so that you can reflect back and think like, gosh, okay, the days I do these things, I typically am feeling this way and the days I don't do these things, I'm feeling this way. So what we came up with was how do we keep the concept for tomorrow, um, you know, with the same intention, but rotating some of the prompts so that it didn't it didn't get too boring and like you said, kind of keep people engaged because they you don't know exactly what the next day's prompts are going to be unless you know you look you look ahead. Right, right, and 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 I think the the other thing is is that it keeps you in touch with those things that you need to think about when maybe you don't necessarily know that you need to think about them. Yes, yes. Right, right? Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not because CrashPlan has your back. 
Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast. So take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's crashplan.com slash timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. 
Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. All right, let's step back from my conversation with Nicola right now to talk about this episode's sponsors. I've adopted a more cerebral reading strategy as of late, I guess. I've I've gotten into reading a lot more because it's that portable, easily accessible hobby that, you know, anyone can do. And The New Yorker has become an integral part of my reading. In print and online, The New Yorker stands apart for its commitment to truth and accuracy, quality writing, and compelling reporting and storytelling. The New Yorker is considered by many to be one of the most influential publications in the world, and I'm loving what I'm getting out of The New Yorker. I mean, one article I keep coming back to again and again is a piece by Cal Newport, who's going to be on the show in the next couple of weeks. Uh, He's put together a fascinating piece on personal productivity, and Jill Lepore wrote about what's wrong with the way we work not too long ago. Uh, there's also a great little comic that I that I was looking at not too long ago. In fact, just as I was about to ready to record these ads, I came across it. And the ways of planning a personality guide was kind of a neat thing. She talks about sending out spores, Russian roulette, the collector, the axeman. It, it's, it's really, really cool to be able to find a variety of things inside of one publication. And The New Yorker has become the daily digital destination for news and cultural coverage, publishing 10 to 15 exclusive site-only stories every day. So online, you get those exclusive things. And in addition to that, you can use their apps. You can read from the online archive dating all the way back to 1925. You can solve crossword puzzles and more. And the New Yorker's weekly print issues and daily online articles, they do. They cover a full range of topics. Uh, There's something for everybody. uh, Politics, news, international affairs, (laughs) climate change and the environment, popular culture, the arts, fiction, food, humor. I just dove into that a bit and cartoons which i dove into a little bit there as well i'm a, a big fan of what the new yorker is putting together and i want to share an opportunity and as do they with my listeners right now for a limited time you can get 12 weeks of the new Yorker for just six dollars that's 12 weeks of the new yorker for just six dollars that's a savings of 50 percent plus listeners of the productivity podcast will receive an exclusive tote bag for free all you need to do is go to newyorker.com slash timecrafting and you'll get that savings and the exclusive tote bag. So that's N-E-W-Y-O-R-K-E-R dot com slash timecrafting to get 12 weeks of The New Yorker for just $6 and a free tote bag. So don't forget, take advantage of this offer right now. Uh, the New Yorker is a fantastic, fantastic resource, and I encourage you to check it out, especially while this offer is on. So again, right now, go to newyorker.com slash timecrafting. Do it now. I'd like to give you an opportunity to get a free gift from yours truly since you're an avid listener of the podcast or since you've just found the podcast. Either way, since you're here, I want to give you a free gift. 
It's my ebook called The Gift of Time, but it's much more than an ebook because you can actually get the audiobook version of The Gift of Time for free as well. It's a it's a short read, but I think it's a powerful one and I've had people like Mike Sturm who again he's going to be on the show in the not too distant future, but a lot of people who've read this book uh, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, I actually gave out print editions to people, the first hundred people who attended the Big Ready. So they got a little print copy in the mail and it's the only way you can get it in print, but you can get it for free either for your Kindle or for your, um, your, your iPad if you want to read it using iBooks or if you want to just read it as a PDF, you can do that as well. But again, if you like listening to your books, if you like audiobooks like I do, then you can get the audiobook for free as well. All you need to do to get the gift of time for free is to go to productivityist.com slash free book and you'll get the gift of time for free. It's my gift to you, thanking you for listening to the Productivityist podcast and keeping up with my work. I really do appreciate it. So again, go to productivityist.com slash free book right now and get the gift of time for free. It's yours. Take it. I'd love for you to have it. And now let's get back to my conversation with Nicola Taggart here on the Productivityist podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the cards and the role that the cards play in this yeah. process, because I know they're a newer addition to the whole to to the scheme, um, and I've I've tried my friend uh, Carl Stabe, who's been on the podcast. He has his gratitude cards. Incidentally, uh, Sean Acor's wife Michelle Geelan's been on the podcast before too. We'll link back to that in the show notes too, because she has the book Broadcasting Happiness. So that way, some people can get a feel of of that happiness thing. Because I've watched Sean Acor, I've read his book, I've watched his. He did a talk for PBS. Um, yes. Really, really in, in, in great stuff. Highly but, recommend. Right. Yeah. But the cards. Um, what why did you bring those into the into the into the mix and then what role do you use them for and much like the journal i mean this is a pretty big question but much like the journal i'm sure people use them differently as well right yeah and the cards the story about how those came about uh, again is from a personal standpoint they are relatively new and so you know i'm just starting to get a sense of how people are utilizing them which is so fun you know it's been really mm. great to see people's response to that so let me just say you know the, the journal came out it was something i created years ago for myself it got published uh, a few years ago came out um people you know have been positive about it have been using it about it but i also have been sitting on a lot of other content that i've been sharing, practicing, thinking about, you know, for a long time, I'm kind of always, always putting the, together content in my mind and capturing it in different ways. So I, you know, I had been thinking about something bigger to put out with more content. And at the same time that I was, was kind of reflecting on what that would be, I ended up in what I thought at the time was going to be one of the most chaotic times of my life. Little did I know what was coming, you know, 2020. But um, I ended up with within my family, my husband had unexpected major health issue. Mm. And our world turned upside down. So we went from just having the standard chaos of having, you know, three kids in their 20, early 20s, teens, middle school, both had busy careers. We had all of that happening and then this major health issue happened. And so chaos was the name of the game. And what I realized as I was going through is I was leaning very, very heavily into these different concepts that I had learned and I had been teaching about. 
And so I had been capturing some thoughts along the way, like someday I'm going to write a book on, you know, how to get through challenging times, you know, kind of thing. And I was literally still in the midst of what was going on when I was with some girlfriends and somebody made some comment about how popular these card decks are. Now, honestly, I didn't have a card deck. I had mm-hmm. never used one before. Um, but we were having this conversation and, and somebody said, you need to make some Calm the Chaos cards. And, and I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting idea. Well, one night while my husband was laying next to me in bed and recuperating from a heart procedure, I just had this moment of clarity, which was there are these specific concepts that I am using to get through this time. And so I sent off an email literally right then to my publisher and said, I have this idea for this card deck. And here's a few ideas just off the top of my mind. And they got back to me right away and said, yes, can you do it? And can we fast track it? Now at that time, not knowing what was going to be happening, um, I was working on those while my husband was in and out of the hospital. Right. And so I literally was practicing what I was preaching. Yeah, you were in and the a ca- lot of yeah, you were in the chaos. I was in it. <laughs> yeah, and and I would think about as I was writing, like what is getting me through? What am I utilizing? Um, what things am I saying? You know, the cards are really based around thoughts that you can be thinking, words that you can be saying, and actions you can be taking. It's sort of broken down into those three categories. And so on each card, the front of it has a very simple phrase. And then on the back gives a little bit more context or maybe even an an exercise or activity that you can do. So I'm writing those while he's in and out of the hospital. I had to push the deadline a couple times. The publisher finally says, we need to get these done because we really want them out before the election and the holidays. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Not knowing that, you know, COVID was happening. These were released on September 3rd, 2020, the Comic Cast wow. Cards. Wow. Uh, so if you can think about all that, you know, is happening uh, in September for many people. Um, so that's how they got out into the world. The response has been amazing. I'm getting you know, people sharing on social media, them reading the cards to their followers, or I'm getting text messages and messages from people saying, I'm using this each morning. I have it next to my bedside table. I pull the next card and that's my sort of focus and intention for the day. I've had people that have shared that they will just pull a card when they're feeling particularly stressed or things are feeling chaotic as just a simple tool. I've had parents that have contacted me to say that their kids are using them or they're using them there with their kids. In fact, one person contacted me and she said, I got this deck of cards for myself and my fourth grader sat down and read the entire thing last night. <laughs> I thought, well, that's great. I hadn't really thought about it, you know, for kids. So I think people are finding different ways to use it. I personally, because I wasn't somebody that had a card deck before, it's kind of funny because I was in such a chaotic place when I wrote them mm-hmm. that part of me feels like these didn't come from me. And so when I pull one out, I'm like, oh, that's actually really good. And then I'm like, oh, I, I wrote that. <laughs> I <think laughs> so that... I'm using it myself, you yeah, know, almost yeah. like somebody else created it for me. Yeah. As a writer, I mean, that's, that's often true. I was actually looking up, I recently wrote an article which I'll, I'll link to about writing. And I've been using this, uh, this tool called FreeWrite, which is a distraction-free writing device. 
you you probably remember when remember when typewriters existed and they you would just save the thing on the typewriter like the electronic typewriters with the screen yep. and all that stuff. Well, this thing yep. is kind of like that. And I wrote it and I'm like, I need to look up an I I need to look up something. I need to look up a link and I and I found it. And I'm like, I wrote that? Like, it was an article I wrote. I've also, and this has come across, I'm a night owl, and I was like, how, I remember I was stuck in the chaos, and I'm like, how do I, um, I want to look at strategies for night owls. And I looked up some articles, and some blogger had written about this author who had written this program called the Night Owl Action Plan, which you can't get anymore, but I didn't know what it was. She just said, there's this night owl author, da, 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 and it was me. They, they had written the article about me, and it didn't get till about the fourth paragraph where I realized, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So often, like, like to your point right off the top of our discussion, often the things that we make are the things that we, for others, are the things that we used yeah. ourselves. And that we yeah. become so it, – it's weird because we're either so close to the material that we can't see the gaps or we're so – we, we – We've put in, we put so much out there that we eventually find it again and go, oh, wait, that's something I said a long time ago right. or even just a few months ago, and I didn't even realize I said it. Right, right. Yeah, and, and that's pretty good. Who said that? Oh, wow, that was me. <laughs> um, can, so, I quote, can I quote you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what uh, I'm a big fan of comic book heroes, and I love having avatars in front of me, and this is – you know, like I have Green Lantern stuff all over my office. And one of the heroes I've really embraced, especially in in, in the last several months leading into 2020 and, and beyond, I start my year in September. So I'm I'm well into 2021 as we're recording this as far as I'm, I'm concerned. But there's a hero called mm -hmm. Dr. Fate. And I don't know if you ever looked at him before, but he's a DC hero. Um, and he is a member of the Lord of Order. And his job is to try to help achieve balance between chaos and order. And I actually have a Dr. Strange, a Dr. Fate shirt. I have a Dr. Fate Lego mm -hmm. figure. I have all these things. I'm a big believer in like seeing visual triggers, not too many, but just enough. Do you have that as well? Do you have like things that you look at and go like, just to, just to bring you back so that you can calm yourself and get back to either the task or the, or the thought or, or whatever you're working on at hand. Well, for me, it's more of, getting outside. Okay. So, yeah. So for me, I feel like, well, I would say too, it's getting outside and it's music. Mm. So both of those, I feel like I can get an immediate shift in my energy and, you know, in the work that I do with clients all the time, I and mean, that's what we're looking at is like, how do you manage your mindset, your energy, your environment, and your relationships? And, and I'm always going back to, the way that we feel has a profound impact on the way that we show up and the experience that people have with us and of us. And so I'm always kind of going back to like, what is the experience in terms of the way that you want to feel? And the easiest way to shift how we feel is to find, you know, sort of these anchor things that we can go to um, that we know work for us. So I love that, you know, you've got your visual. For me, it is, it is absolutely getting outside. And if that means getting outside, so just yesterday I was, you know, working from home and my kids are virtually in school, you know, mm -hmm. in the other rooms. And I was starting to feel my anxiety go up. I needed to focus on something that I had to get to a client and I was trying to push through. And this is one of the concepts, even the cards is like the power of pausing when yeah. you, instead of pushing through. 
And I was trying to push through and I was running up against that wall and I stopped and I asked myself, what is one thing I could do right now to shift my energy? And I went outside and I found a sunny spot in the yard and I literally just stood there and closed my eyes and felt the sun. And I probably was out there for three minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. And that was enough to sort of shift me to come in and then sit down and refocus. The other one for me is music. And, and so it's turning on something, usually what'll shift my mood if I'm, if I'm needing to focus on something is something instrumental, but if I'm not in a great mood or um, I'm feeling low energy, it's like turning on a favorite song and actually, you know, dancing a little bit. I always am a huge fan of dancing. So those are that for me, they're less visual and kind of more, you know, immersing myself, I think, in, in kind of just shifting the, the energy in my body. Before we wrap up, um, one of the things that, that I, I definitely can appreciate about this is the use of the analog tools, the idea of having a physical book, a physical yes. set of cards. Are you fully vested in analog tools? Are you more of a hybrid, which is what I am, where you use analog for a lot, but you also have the digital stuff? Like, where do you, where do you land on that? Because, again, the digital world... Um, one of the reasons I use that free write to write is because it's distraction free. I write, that's all it can do. It can't tell me anything else. And therefore I can get that done. And there's no, I mean, I've, I've found calm in a device because it allows yeah. me to do that one thing. Where, where do you land on that? Well, I'm definitely both. I, I think that there's a lot of things. There are a number of apps that I use that help me calm the chaos, the Pomodoro timer, the seven minute workout, um, you know, calm meditation app. So there's definitely technology things that I use to help me with some of the, the chaos calming techniques. But I will say that when the journal was coming out, I had multiple people say to me, when are you going to turn it into an app? Right. And I said, never, never. Because I think that there's something powerful that comes from putting pen or pencil to paper that is so different than technology. And I think that the other part is that the purpose of the, the journal is that it prompts you to create a pause in your day to reflect. Right. And I am sorry, but I just think that needs to happen without technology attached to you. And so for me, um, again, I kind of went back to selfishly, I created this for what, what I needed, mm -hmm. but the conversation that I've had with people is that they are really welcoming the fact that these are physical things that they can use that is not attached to technology. Um, so I, you know, I, I would say I'm both, but I really believe in, I, I guess that these products being very tangible things that you can hold and touch and that you don't have to plug in <laughs> to, to recharge. <laughs> and, and I mean, again, I think that the point of, of, attention is here too. You've talked, you've talked about the yes. intention. I'm, I'm a big believer that productivity is about intention plus attention. And what you've crafted here yes. are ways to pay attention to your intentions on an ongoing basis. So um, Nicola, this has been a fantastic conversation. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me today. Where can people keep up with you and your work and where can they pick up some of the Calm the Chaos products? So the Calm the Chaos products you can get off of Amazon I also encourage people to check with their local bookstores or gift shops. A lot of places are, are, whole, are selling them in those type of locations or ask them to get them for you um, and, and shop locally. In terms of finding out more about what I'm doing, staying in touch, you can find me at nicolataggart.com. 
that's N-I-C-O-L-A-T-A-G-G-A-R-T. And you can also right from there see where to, to, to connect with me on social media as well. Nicola, thanks again for joining me today on the Productivity is Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Okay, so now you know how to calm the chaos in your life. You can be your own Dr. Fate, so to speak. Uh, But seriously, thanks to Nicola for joining me on the show today. You can pick up all of her products, of course, at uh, nicolataggart.com. Everything else is in the show notes as well. And everything else that this podcast has to offer you goes beyond this episode. I mean, there's more. Look at the back catalog, a, a plethora of valuable episodes. And there's a lot more great episodes to come. There's no sign of slowing down when it comes to the Productivity is Podcast. So you want to take this as a sign to subscribe to the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, wherever you are listening to this program, hit the subscribe button. That way you don't miss a single episode to come and you can easily find the extensive back catalog of conversations that I've had on this program. So there you go. Hit the subscribe button now. Now, I'm going to wrap up this episode. This is Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivity is Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. I'll see you later.